0: listeners and watchers welcome to the dream stream meets zoom i am talking today with fellow dream worker dr carla mazio who has that incredible magnolia tree in front i'm so glad that you're showing that to me i was thinking the magnolia tree up the road must be blossoming right now how are you Good, thank you. Good. You want to share your dream? I thought there was a lot of interesting
1: material in that. Well, yes, there's a lot of dreams and dream material constantly. Yeah, Um, you're a a profusive
0: dreamer, a prolific. Prolific or profusive? Either way.
1: I'm (laughs) looking more at a unification. Yes. Of... um, So the the last dream I told you about the blue, bells and um, pins, so pins and balls, balls and pins. Okay. Unification, to me, it reminds me of the snake dream, of the double-headed snake, one pink, one blue, unification of Democrats and Republicans for one cause.
0: Right. Uh, That's interesting. I was really... Will you tell the dream about the, the light blue dresses? And then we can... Or do, would you rather tell the dream about the snake? Or about my mom. Or about your mom. Dreamer's choice, as Jeremy <laughs> used to say. I don't know. There's,
1: there's so many. Every day, there's, there's new dreams. Can you say that again? I didn't hear you. Every day, there's so many. So many new dreams. Yes. So, well... You can so tell me about your dream. You know, I my dreams are
0: are are seldom because my medicine is medical marijuana and I find the THC leads me to forget my dreams. Um, but I realize I'm dreaming, I realize I'm dreaming throughout the night. I think I've had a lot of dreams about gatherings of people. You know, I think I'm I must be lonely, <sighs> but there's always like a gathering of people and um, they seem to always take place in familiar uh, places, like my, in my, my uh, dreamscape. It's uh, very, always a, a sure house on the sands, or which is an interesting metaphor. that I would like to explore that maybe. A house was built on the sands. Which is, I think that's a proverb, you know, about, like, don't build your house on sand. So, yeah, look at that gorgeous tree. Ooh, the wind. So tell me your dream, miss. Oh,
1: I know. You sent me. The thing is, you have funny editing. What do I have? Funny editing sometimes. Very selective one. editing. I, okay. <laughs> so um, tell me your last dream that you sent me about Lisa and two sons. Well, I, I have, have to, to look. look. I have to look,
0: because of course I record all my dreams. Oh You just sent me that. You reminded me
1: about the, the two sons.
0: Oh yeah, right. Right. That was, that was a long time ago. I have to get my
1: phone. It's charging. Okay. My computer battery is about to die. Oh, no, but we're making a podcast. Oh, whoops.
0: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> well, this happens all the in. time. Go plug it in. I'm outside. Well, do you have any, like, electrical access from outside? So what about the two sons, Miss Yes? What about the two sons? But well, that was a long time ago, that dream, right?
1: Okay. Yes. And also with the water and the yes, yeah, but right. Yes. So unification.
0: You know, on my birthday I had a dream that I thought was really interesting. I had two stud diamond earrings, and I I have this thing where sometimes and I blame the MS. Sometimes I find a sort of throws <laughs> throw whatever I'm holding inadvertently, mistakenly. And I had these diamond, uh, studs and I, and I threw them onto a very plush, like a beige shag rug. And, and then I had to find them. And, and the first one I found because it glittered, it glittered in the sunshine, like a prism. And then, and then the second one, I also found for in, that, in that same way. And I thought that was an interesting dream because I believe our birthday dreams have a lot to teach us for the coming year. Mm. So I'd love to work on that one with you. Okay, good. Do you want to lead it or should I, should I just jump in? Jump in. So when I was maybe 15, my, my grandparents, my paternal grandparents, Nana Betty and Papa Julie, Julian gave me diamond stud earrings and they were always really so pretty, but um, I mean, so in my younger years, if I ever had like a fancy occasion to go to, I wore my diamond stud earrings, and, uh, but I, I haven't you know worn them or thought of them in many years so yeah and uh as far as as far as the shag rug so i i just bought my my little boy a um well i didn't buy it my my father and stepmother paid for it but a um bunk bed from Wayfair, you know that <laughs> furniture place Wayfair. But I I watch a lot of links on YouTube and I always see commercials for like a shag rug, different shag pile height, you know, at at Wayfair. So, um I don't know that's my association with the shag rug. Oh, look at Max. It's velvet dog. So, um yeah, and I, and I'm very glad that I, I do find them. And I think it's significant that I find them because the sun is like ref- refracting, like glittering, glittering on them, prism like. So that's how I find them. So something about uh, my, my hope for myself in this, my 50th year is that I, I, can like bring down a lot of light. I can bring a lot of light into my life and our world. What do you think, Carla? I think you
1: should talk about the two sons. The older dream? Yes. Um, well, can you help remind me? I think that... All right. What about the Obama PT? The P. Okay. <laughs> you never wanted that one. Oh right, lost that one. We lost like six months of our work.
0: I'm sorry. It's taken me a long technological (laughs) learning curve to like get this going. So, um, so well, I had a dream. So I do PT, I do physical therapy because I have MS, and I've been to various different physical therapists, and um, I had a dream that. Obama, President Obama, was my physical therapist, and he was showing me different exercises that I should work on every day to strengthen myself. And um, the association that brings me to is I, I've had many dreams. We talked about all our political dreams, Carla. I've had many dreams about Obama, but in in like more memorable ones, I mean, not many, maybe three, you know. In a more memorable one, my, my hand is around his back. Like, I really feel the, the muscles in his back. And a friend had um, interpreted that as, you've got his back or something. <laughs> it was really cool. But. Um, what about the, the four? What about what? Never mind. I didn't hear you.
1: I think there was more to it.
0: The, I see. I don't remember. These are all older dreams. Yeah. Well, let's work on a current one of yours, hun. Which one?
1: The blue. The, the blue, blue one. one. Okay. Yeah. There was a sense of urgency. Okay. And frustration. Hmm and we were given gifts of bags they were gifts in a bag and opening the bag they were dresses and they were vibrant blue Mm. and we were in a school like auditorium there was a folk band And not that many people were attending. but And many women, um, they were given the gifts, just the women. They didn't open their bag. They weren't that interested. But a few of us did. I did. And I was very excited to pull out this dress. And it was beautiful, even though it was a little gaudy, but neat. And it was a Southern-style bell dress. So it had hoops at the bottom. Ah. And a few of us decided, myself and two others, to go up on stage and sing before it ended. And so we went in the back to change our outfits. And um, and the two women went kind of their own way. But then um, they came back and one of them did. And I was really in a rush and rushing to get back on, you know, in on stage before it um, ended. And so I was like, hurry up, guys. And so we got out there, and I think it was just myself and one other woman, and um, the song was just about over, which was um, sad. And so I was hoping they would sing another song because we were just, just getting up there and with our special hoop. Dresses on. Wow. They're blue, which was blue, but also a southern style. Yes.
0: Wow. How did you feel when you woke up from this dream?
1: Um. Well, I had a, a series of three that night. Um, so. Here are the other ones too. And I'm having so many dreams every night. Uh, so the the sense was. Uh, urgency. It was urgency. Yes. And um, then the next dream had to do with um, having to go at a train station and I had to go to New York city. Hmm. And um, I was talking with the conduct, not a conductor, but he was like the, the ticket agent. Okay. And he was a really nice big black man. And so we were just chatting and I had this small pouch, small bag, that I had to go through of items to take with me, only a few items I could take. And it was jewelry um, and some makeup. One, um, one thing were, were pins and I didn't really like them. They were 80s style pins. There was a pewter pin, which I didn't mention, which was a long, um, sharper object, but with a decorative um style it was pewter silvers
0: I remember that those style pins
1: And it had kind of a floral arrangement on top yeah and I liked that one the best but I wouldn't be able to conceal it well so I couldn't choose that one
0: um why you have to get I'm sorry why would you have then it
1: just left two other pins which were very abstract 1980s style pins okay and um I had to conceal it on the train so I wouldn't be around. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Or something. Um, But was it a feeling that that made you more vulnerable?
1: The pin? Um, The pin was, yes, that it was a dual purpose, that it had to be um, decorative but also protective. Yes. So there's a protective aspect.
0: Yes. And
1: the two abstract pins were exactly the same, slightly different. Um, But they had a clasp to it, and the clasp made it um, a little more usable. Okay. So then there was also um, a little lipstick mirror case uh, that was my mother's. And that was really beautiful. It was antique. And the pewter pin was probably decades ago from the, I'm going to say, 30s, 40s, maybe even 20s. Okay was probably 40s and it was still fresh though it wasn't old so I said that I'm definitely taking and I was still debating between the two um uh, the two pins as you cat (laughs) so then um so then there was something I was talking with the ticket agent and I'm in this rush I had to go so I wouldn't miss the train and Something happened with him, maybe his girlfriend, something, but he walked along the, the side corridor the corridor hallway and um, vomited. And then a young um, boy came on, um, came into the area. So he came onto the stage. I just call it stage, dream stage. Yeah. And then the dream shifted to being in a theater slash bowling alley. And it was a bit of a um well, I had a team. I was on a team okay. and it was really a nice team, um, but they were dropping all the balls. They were dropping the balls sorely and gutter balls. And I'm like, come on guys. And, um, so then, um, so I, I needed the right ball because I felt I really had a strike on me. I had a strike or at least a spare. I had a good shot in me. Okay. And I just needed the right ball. And I was trying the different balls that were there. One was too light. It was like for kids. And one was for a man's hand. The holes were too big. And so I was searching around. And, um, and then a little frustrated because people were, you know, they were, it turned into like a bar scene. And it was nice to see everyone. It was like a high school reunion. And that was sweet and fun and festive. But um, there was other urgent matters kind of to attend to, in a sense, um, of, of the game at hand. Um, and so I was looking for, for the right bowling ball.
0: And they said three games? make like three? Oh, I lost you, Carla. Are you, are you gone now? <laughs> I think her, her computer must have lost charge. We'll come back to this, perhaps. Okay, I should just have this as a dream stream because why not? <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll explore Carla's dreams more later, and as far as my dream for my fiftieth year, I'm gonna as as I often talk about the Talmud teaches that a dream follows its interpretation. So I always like to interpret things in a more positive way. Um, And so I'm gonna interpret that to mean, you know, bringing the light down, bringing the light down to the earth. I pray to, you know, bring more light down. So, um, and I also wanted to share a poem, so I will. So this poem is called The Old Women in My Family. And it's really a Passover poem. So I want to wish you all happy spring holidays, a festive Pesach to you, and a happy Easter to you, and all, all of the holidays for rebirth. It's called The Old Women in My Family by Yiska Cook. One is waving her arms in the woods wildly, yelling and dancing as a dervish, At last, she knows the freedom, the smell and sweetness of the desert, the miracle of the parting sea, the crossing, a readying before receiving the revelation. The other joins me at the garden fence. Looking up, she exclaims, there are turkey vultures overhead with bent shoulders and narrowed eyes But it is I who have dreamed them as hawks spreading their spotted wings as if in a parody they single me out, flying low and smiling, waving from their very wingtips, then disappearing in the deep sky. When their shadows pass, we're delighted to witness the little fan-tailed hen proudly march out from the porch with eight new chicks behind. She makes throaty sounds as they gather under her, peeping. The boy comes back from the chicken coop with 16 fresh eggs and a wide, toothless grin. Yes, that is nice, says the old lady, barefoot behind him, But I'm so happy about the hatchlings, I'm going to call the president. The president of what, I ask? The president of the whole world, she returns. Wouldn't it be more grand to tell the king? Her sister winks in agreement and gratitude. We give praise unto just all this. I hope you enjoyed, listeners, and we'll see you at the next episode until we meet again.